0: Welcome to No Bras Were Burned in the making of this podcast. Hi, I'm Demelza Lawless, Feminist Career Coach, and I work with ambitious women of colour who also happen to be daughters of immigrants to self-advocate at work and with family. This podcast is about walking the line between our traditions, cultures, expectations, and getting what we want as ambitious individuals. Hello, hello, welcome to episode three. So I'm just going to start by saying it's exhausting. It's exhausting the life we lead as women, as daughters of immigrants, as immigrants ourselves, or as first generationers. I myself am a daughter of immigrants and an, in- and an immigrant myself twice over. My mother is Chinese Malaysian and my dad is Singaporean. And I was born in Singapore and migrated to Australia when I was two years old. Then at 24, I moved to the US. Growing up, my parents made sure my brother and I knew we were born, where we were born, and how we came to Australia. My sister is first-generation Australian. I knew growing up that my mother's expectations of her were different. I knew growing up that as the youngest of seven and being the sixth girl, her desire to go to university was hard won and required the initial backing of her sisters because her father refused to pay, seeing no need for her to go. I also knew growing up that the reason we moved was for a better life. That my parents wanted us kids to have a life be children, as they would tell us, because the school system in Singapore was very much a doggy dog world, and starting at a young age, life was filled with all the schoolwork and extra stuff needed to stay in the game. I knew that my mother in particular wanted us kids to have a voice, even as kids, because in the school systems my parents both grew up in... Children had no opportunity to ask questions. It was more of a seen but not heard kind of thing. I also knew that growing up, my parents wanted us to be able to spend time outside in the sun and at the beach and in the bush having fun. So of course, when Australia opened its borders in the eighties for a population boost, my parents jumped at it thanks to an aunt who was already in the country. And although my parents were immigrants, they were lucky. My dad, although Singaporean by birth, is of European descent and English is his mother tongue. And my mother, thanks to the foresight of my ama, went to an English-speaking school. One of two siblings that did so. The other sibling was the aunt already in Australia. So her English passed as that being of a native speaker and she had zero accent. Both my parents went to uni in New Zealand and I'm not going to sugarcoat it but I'm pretty sure all these things helped them land jobs in their fields which afforded us a good life even as immigrants. Growing up in Australia I was surrounded by a culture that encouraged me to speak my mind, go after what I wanted, that freedom is available to everyone. Opportunity is yours for the taking. Girls can do anything boys can do. Parents don't know everything. Nothing bad will happen if you talk back. Watch, buy, and do whatever you want. And yet, as I speak all those things and think of more things that growing up in Australia afforded me, I can't help but think it's not all 100% true. There's a lot of buts that come up. For example, girls can do anything boys can do. Can do. Sure, but sometimes we're starting from behind or there's more of an uphill climb for us girls than the boys. Um, go after what you want, but remember where you came from and all that your family had to sacrifice to get you to this moment. So make sure it's safe and, and a good choice. Or freedom is available to everyone don't wear anything too revealing you don't want to court danger do you or parents don't know everything actually yes we do and you are living under our roof so our rules apply and you don't want to disappoint us because we worked and sacrificed so much for you to be here and have these opportunities i think you get it So it's hugely exhausting trying to embrace the liberties of our Western culture is giving us permission to embrace while also understanding that there are caveats and then trying to do the right thing by honoring where our family has come from. This is the line we walk. In my mind's eye, it looks very much like a lot of ducking and weaving, sidestepping and flirting with the quote, end quote, danger of being too Western. My mother would tell you it's no surprise that I married outside of race, but being biracial to begin with, what's the race? But perhaps that's a question for another day. The other thing she would tell you is that she's not surprised I moved out of the country, but her everlasting hope is that I do return home to Australia And there's a lot of guilt that I feel there. What does surprise her, though, is all the other pivots I've made, like going to China to teach English after uni, going from human resources, which is what I studied at uni, and a very safe and respectable job, to aesthetics, which required no degree and is 100% service-based, to being a life coach. Her comment there when I told her about this latest change was what I would say is a telling pause followed by her saying, you choose very interesting jobs, which was said very diplomatically but with much confusion. (laughs) It could have gone worse that was the point of immigrating to Australia in the first place, right? To give me opportunities and allow me liberties that I wouldn't have to have access to. I mean, everything was done to create this better life, right? So why does it feel like I'm walking a line? Because I care and I want to. And so do you. I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm okay walking this line. Sure, sometimes I'm going to rant about it and indulge in how tired I feel about it, but at the end of the day, I've decided to be okay with it. Because while I have decided to always feel a little guilty about not being closer to her geographically, I've also decided to have zero guilt or issues with the other choices I've made. Because that's how I'm honoring where I've come from. I'm taking full advantage of it all. And I'm going to tell you how I manage that so that you can manage your fine line in a way that gives you peace and is less exhausting. The first step is to uncover your beliefs, not your families, not societies, but what are your beliefs? to uncover these start with these questions what do you feel what sorry what do you believe about your life what do you believe about yourself what are the lessons your parents taught you what do you believe about your dreams coming true what do you believe about your ability to create what you want and why do you have your current results in your life I'm also going to include a link to these questions in the show notes. So make sure you check it out. But once you've really thought about these questions and after you've uncovered what you believe, you want to then figure out what you want to believe. So the questions here will be, What are the results you most want in your life? What are the beliefs that have kept you from getting these results so far? And what do you need to believe to get the results you want? And then, why don't you believe this yet? What thoughts get in the way? And again, these questions will also be linked in the show notes. When you're considering these questions, though, Think about everything. Think about the line that you've been walking and what you want to honor from your personal history. What does it mean to you to be a daughter of an immigrant or or an immigrant yourself or a first-generationer? Consider it all. Look at the culture in which you grew up with, within your family home and outside those walls, in your community and the communities you've been in. What do you agree with or imagine your alter ego doing, what don't you agree with, or are consciously choosing not to follow, find your middle ground. And that's what's going to make up your personal belief system, your unique brand of beliefs based on all this exposure and experience that you have. Consciously recognizing what your personal beliefs are makes walking that line so much more clearer. And when things are clearer, you can see better and don't feel so overwhelmed and lost. And what makes this balancing act so much more manageable is that you get to choose it because you are living it. Everything else, everyone else can be taken into consideration. Their pieces are valued and will be considered accordingly. So decide how much of a role each of these beliefs play out in your life. What's your general life everyday beliefs? Like, why do you go to work? Eat the way you eat? Hustle the way you hustle? What are your work beliefs? What's going to be your brand of work ethic? For me, i want to be a hard worker never afraid to roll up my sleeves and help the team out and i want to always be smarter about it but not afraid to ask questions to offer a different point of view with an alternate solution and i can tell you the hard worker and rolling up my sleeves definitely comes from being the daughter of immigrants and the not afraid to ask questions or offer input is definitely from my Australian Western influences. So what's important to you? Make this determination because knowing you can choose gives you all the power. And if this is making you feel doubtful, guilty, nervous, good. You've been letting other people influence your actions for too long. You need to take responsibility and accountability. Because you're no good to anyone stressed, overwhelmed, and exhausted. And the brilliant thing about this is you can always, always change it. Life demands that you do. That's all I have for today. If you're interested in understanding what your beliefs are, I've linked the questions you need to uncover your beliefs and establish what you want to believe in in the show notes have a good one guys. Thank you so much for spending time with me and listening to No Bras Were Burned in the making of this podcast. If you love the content, be sure to leave a review and subscribe. And don't forget to share us with your network. You can find us on most major podcasting networks like Spotify, iTunes, Google, and Stitcher. Catch you next week.